All right, welcome folks to another episode of SJF Falcon Cast. I'm your host today, Mr. K or Mr. Coymans. We're doing something different today, and this is take two actually. We screwed it up the first time, but we're doing something different today. We're trying to record a podcast episode all in one class. Um, didn't go so well the first time, but here we are trying it out again. And I am joined by two lovely co-hosts to my left. I have Brennan Eno and Lachlan Dunn. So Brennan, first, would you mind just uh, giving the listeners a, a hearty hello? Uh, hello, everyone. Awesome. And Lachlan, just to prove that you're here, can you say something to our kind listeners? Hey there. You didn't need the sign right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. Um, so we are going to jump into um, the first topic is going to be video games, but I guess I should explain the premise of this episode to you first. So we are doing favorite, least favorite, and as you can hear by the phone that is going off, this is a live episode that we are working our way through. Um, David, I'm going to pass it over to you for your favorite and least favorite video games while I answer the phone. All right. Thank you, Mr. K. So to start off, my favorite video game has to be Fortnite. And although many people will disagree with me, you just can't beat those memories back in Chapter 1, Season 3, where all your friends are camping in a bush waiting for the enemies to walk by. Uh, As for my second favorite video game, that would have to be Valorant. And to this day, I still play it occasionally. It's a pretty fun first-person shooter game. And yeah, it's overall overall very fun. Uh, As for my least favorite game, that would have to be Roblox. Like, I don't understand the premise of the game because there's like way too much just like amateur games on it. Why don't just create one really good one? And yeah, I just don't like it. Roblox, hot take there, David, coming in uh, just with the fire immediately. Does anyone have something that they would like to say as a rejoinder to David's uh, just putting down of Roblox? Amir, our second guest, he's got his hand up, so I'll pass it over to him. Okay, so first of all, David, you are absolutely wrong. You cannot beat the memories created when you, when you play Roblox and then you have your friends on there, then you just clap them. You just send them to heaven. It is so fun. Come on. How could it? You said it yourself. You can't beat the memories. All right. Thank you, Amir. Liam, do you have a take on that as well? Liam, our third guest. He's on the on-deck circle right now. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have to agree with Amir, but I'm going to word it a bit differently. You say there's a lot of bad games, but there are way more good, classic, fun games than there are bad games. So that's where I... St- think you're wrong thank you guys david do you want to say anything in retaliation <laughs> so when i talk about memories i don't talk about memories of roblox with like two pixels on the screen like the resolution on that game is like negative there's no memories there all right some uh some fun takedowns going on there guys let's let's remember to keep the civil as much as we can so we're going to toss it over to amir our second guest for his favorite and least favorite video games um, so my favorite game for now is actually War Thunder because I mean you get to play as any any military vehicle you would like so say you wanted to play as like an Abrams tank in modern day you could do that but the really fun part for me is that you can play in World War Two and you get to play your favorite um, historic plane and my mine would be the uh, North American P-51 Mustang, but it is quite dangerous, so I'm, I'm a little shaky on that one. Um, my, sef- my second favorite is Ace Combat, 
Because, I mean, come on. It's an airplane game. Why not? Um, although it is expensive, um, the storyline is pretty, pretty good. But I feel like they made the game so that it's like the Air Force is the strongest and most powerful branch, which I don't agree with. Um, my least favorite game, I would have to say, is Fortnite. I mean, come on. It is so bad. You got some toxic players on there. Keep telling you they're going to clap you, but then, ironically, you clap them. It's so cringe. Um, <laughs> uh, my other least favorite game, I would have to say, is... Uh, Undertale. I just don't like it. I just don't. Okay. Just no. Alright, I think... I think we have some people that really are, uh, hot and bothered by Amir's selections there. Um, I know Lachlan and Brennan, you wanted to get on mic for a sec to talk about something. Do you still have some opinions on some of the games that have been mentioned? Or are you all good? Has that... It's, it's, it's gone from a simmer to just like, yeah. we're okay now. But Liam, I see you, uh... Just kind of moving around. Looks like you have something you need to get off your chest, so I'm going to pass the mic over to you. First of all, Undertale is a great game. It is a very difficult game, but it is really fun. Um, it is uh, the storyline's great. Um, what you have to do in it's just really fun. Can take a long time, so I can see why people think it's not a great game. But it is just because it's a challenge does not mean it's a bad game. That's all I have to say. And Lee. Liam, I'm actually going to toss the mic over to you now again because it's your turn as our third guest to tell us your favorite and least favorite. Okay. Favorite game, Divinity 2. One of the biggest games um, that I know of. Uh, it's really fun, set in like medieval times-ish. Um, there's magic, there's sorcery, there's a bunch of different stuff. Huge game, uh, lots of plot. Uh, you it's choose your own adventure. It's really fun. Um, there's countless hours of gameplay and things like that. Uh, least favorite game, going to have to agree with Amir, Fortnite. I didn't play it too much, but when I did, uh, yeah, not the best experience. Do we have any Fortnite defenders amongst our group here? I'm just curious because Fortnite is a super popular game and I feel like someone here must play it or enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I will agree with you. If you play Fortnite solo, it's not fun. So, But if you have, like, friends to play with, to talk to them about, like, everyday life, it's fun to just, like, chill out and play. So unless you're playing with nobody but yourself, I would say it's a really fun game. So are you playing with anybody, Leo? So David Kwong with another smackdown there, and Liam with his rejoinder. Uh, yes, I did play with a fair amount of people. We all found it boring. Um, it just... And there's so many other games you can talk to uh, talk to your friends about your life and stuff. Fortnite is just not um, a great game in my opinion. There's so many other better games out there that do what Fortnite tries to do, but better. Okay, so my co-host Lachlan would now like to weigh in on the Fortnite debate. So I'm gonna agree with uh, David here a little bit. It's a it's a lot better uh, when you're playing with friends. And pretty much Fortnite is what it's good for now is just doing a bunch of memes. That's, that's the greatest bit these days. You've got pretty much a higher class, higher class quotations all around because uh, 
it's just a bunch of people who sweat at the game and it, it just gets very boring when you encounter one of those but then you have the other class which is the memers and those guys are fun they're great yeah Thank you very much for your perspective on that, Lachlan. We are now going to toss it over to Derringer. Derringer is going to give us his favorite and least favorite. Um, I got to agree with David. I'm very, uh, I'm very like, into Valorant right now since the player base of CSGO is dead. So I have to switch to Valorant. Um, my second favorite game would have to be Escape from Tarkov because it's like really strate strategic and... There's a lot of customization with guns, and I, I like that a lot. Um, my least favorite game has to be Apex Legends because the the people in that game are really like toxic, and it's not very fun. Awesome. Does anyone want to weigh in on Derringer's picks there? No, we're all good. Awesome. So. I am going to toss it now to my co-hosts to give their takes on favorite or least favorite video games. Brennan, I'll lead off with you. Uh, there's a lot of games I dislike, and I, I'm probably gonna trigger a lot of people, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too much about them. I just don't really have interest in games like Valorant or Fortnite. Um, probably my favorite game of all time is Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, I've been playing it since it came out, and I like I, I I just love it. I have like thousands of hours on the game, and I remember just playing it at my friend's house when I was little. Then getting my PlayStation Three for Christmas one year, and playing that a bunch. And then I then I just got it on Steam, and then I finally got to play GTA Online, and the game has just become even more fun for me. Now the game is really toxic when you're in online because you can't really do anything if you're on PC servers, but I still really like the game, and my second favorite game would probably be Minecraft. I don't play it often, like, I, I, I kind of play online, um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of good memories from, uh, from Minecraft, just single-player online, and I, it's, like, the first game I played, probably. All right, thanks a lot for your, uh, your opinions there, Brennan, and thank you for keeping your, your more savage ones holstered. Um, Lachlan, would you mind giving us your favorite and least favorite? So for my personal preference, I focus on quality of game. So I'm into things like uh, the Assassin's Creed trilogy. The storyline there is really nice. I've, I love the free roam. Uh, ooh, what's it called? Hollow Knight. That thing's got amazing background effects and a pretty cool, interesting uh, player system. Uh, I'm not into MMOs too much, unlike, you know, Derringer and David, you know, with Valorant and Fortnite a little bit. <laughs> but uh, I'm more into single-player games. My least favorite, ooh, wait, sorry, one final favorite. Minecraft. I've been there since sand floated. You know, we didn't like gravity back then. <laughs> uh, I've been on Minecraft for a long time. It's it's still one of the best games there is. Uh, least favorites. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Roblox because <laughs> I really don't like the MMO style of it and how it's just. Pick a game, play the game. It's a game of games. Why would you have a game of games? Doesn't really make any sense to me. 
I I could see where you're coming from. So, you know, I, I, I still, like, I don't know. I, I still play Roblox often for my friends. We usually just meme around it. It's fun to just go on, like, games and troll. Now, <laughs> I did buy an exploit client for $26 for it because it just makes it more fun. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I there's a lot of games that, are, that just bring memories back, and uh, me and my friends play it. There's, like, naval warfare games and crap. There's a lot of bad games. Most of them are bad, and you can never find anything to do on it. But there's always one game that you know that you'll just play a bunch. No, I I I don't play it often anymore, but I still have a bunch of good memories. And I I don't know. I I just I can see where Lockdown's coming from and everyone else about the game. But I, I there's just some games in there that I just will not say that they're bad because I just have too many memories from them. Okay, um, I guess I'll wrap things up with my takes on video games. You guys are probably not going to be having as strong opinions on the games that I like and dislike, but favorite, Pokemon Blue. It's nostalgic for me. <laughs> and least favorite, um, I have a few things here. Shooter games in general, I don't like. Um, Yoshi's Story was not a good game. It had like six levels you could burn through like a minute a piece. All right, so now I think we're going to transition on to our next topic, which is going to be food. So we're talking again, favorite, least favorite food. Um, maybe I will hand it off to our guests first, as uh, that is the most polite thing to do. I'll always start with your guests. I think, uh, let's see, so we've got Liam and Amir. Which one of you guys would like to go first on this one? I guess I will. All right, thanks, Liam. So favorite food of all time, uh, crepes. Typically a French dessert, but I like to have them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because they are just amazing. Uh, least favorite food? Asparagus. I like most vegetables, but asparagus I just can't handle. It feels weird in my mouth. Fair enough. I think Lachlan uh, was making some gestures that made me think he might have something to say about your crepes choice there, Liam. I most definitely agree with the choice of crepes being one of the better foods yeah, they're great. They're just like flat, better pancakes. It's just pancakes are inferior to crepes in every way. Yes. All right, take that pancakes. You heard it here first. Shots fired at pancakes, which I had earlier today. And I have to say, I think pancakes are pretty good, contrary to the, the bad mouthing that Lachlan just gave them. So uh, maybe we'll move it on to Amir and you can give us your favorite and least favorite. Um, my favorite food would actually be my mother's homemade sweetbread. Um, she actually makes them into a ball, and then when you cut it in half, it's not like it's, it's not very soft, but it has some density to it, which I kind of enjoy because when I eat light bread, it just, it just I don't really like it because it doesn't like, give you a sense that you're eating something. Um, my least favorite food would be beets. I never liked it in the first place. Um, they, it looks like blood, which I really can't stand. And it just doesn't taste good. Okay, so some big uh, non-vegetable eaters so far in the class, it seems like. I don't know, maybe that's a bit of a generalization on my part. But um, I'm going to toss it over to my co-hosts now for their thoughts on this. So Brennan, would you like to weigh in on your favorite and least favorite foods? Oh uh, yeah, sure. My favorite foods are kind of diverse. Uh, I like tacos and uh, pasta. <laughs> They're just really good. I, I, but probably my favorite thing to eat 
is my grandma's oatmeal raisin cookies. I know they sound disgusting, but they're they just taste awesome. And you, you don't even have, to, even have to put raisins in them. They're just they're, they're awesome. And my least favorite is probably asparagus. I just I hate it. Like it's not like it's not like I want to puke it up. I just I don't like it. It's weird. Like it doesn't taste bad. I just don't like it. Wow, two people voting against asparagus here. I I personally like asparagus. Um, Maybe it's one of those things you just have to grow into. I remember not really liking it when I was a teenager, so that's fair. Um, Lachlan, your thoughts? Sure. So uh, my favorite food would probably just be like pastries because I'm that kind of guy. And my least favorite food because my body does not appeal with it is tomatoes. Seriously, it's a weird thing. Very strange. Okay, so I don't think it was a generalization. I think this whole class just hates vegetables is what it seems like. Um, I do want to say, though, it's really nice of you guys, Brennan and Amir, to uh, just make nice little shout-outs to your mom and your grandma on the podcast. I'm sure they appreciate it. Um, as for me, I, I love food. I, have a lot of, I had a lot of trouble trying to choose favorite foods and whittle it down, so I'm just going to give you a few different kinds that I really like. Um, the first one that came to mind is a dish that I had in Thailand called khao soy. Um, it's kind of like a curry, coconut curry soup type of dish. It's really tasty. Um, also, when I was traveling through Malaysia, there's a, something that I ate almost every meal called roti chanai. It's just like very simple. Uh, you basically have like a flatbread similar to naan, but not quite, and you just dip it in different kinds of curries. Um, then I also love shawarma, sushi, butter chicken. I could go on, but I'll stop there. In terms of least favorite food, uh, spam has got to be one of my <laughs> top least favorite foods. I just can't. I can't with spam. And I actually don't really like cooked carrots and peas, to be honest. Liam, do you have an opinion on spam there? Yes, I do. So I will agree with you on cooked vegetables, though. I, I find it makes them flavorless and stuff like that. But spam... It's really bad for you, it, but like in the same way bologna is. It's bad, bec- but it's good. It's it's just really. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually going to add bologna to the list now that you've uh, brought that up. I don't like bologna at all. So thank you for inspiring me to add bologna to my least favorite foods list. Liam, um, okay, you need a rejoinder there. Have you ever had fried bologna before? Okay, that just sounds... It's a Newfoundland delicacy, right? Fried bologna. Um, I, is it called like Newfoundland steak, I think, or something like that? It is called Newfoundland steak. Yeah. Um, I've had it. It's okay, but like, I'm sorry. That's just not my, uh, my cup of tea, so to speak. So I'll, I'll stick with my not liking bologna. Where do you buy your bologna? Because I guarantee you, you're not buying the right bologna. I don't buy my bologna because I don't like bologna. <laughs> um, I haven't really eaten much bologna since I was able to start doing my own uh, purchasing of groceries. I'm not going to lie. Um, anyway, I appreciate the, the hearty uh, back and forth there, Liam. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us here, Amir and Liam, talking about food. I think we're going to move on to our next topic, which is going to be books. So if I could have my next guests come on up and Liam and Amir, please don't forget to spray down the the seats there if you can, since we are uh, still 
trying to be as COVID safe as we can. So don't mind the noises that you're hearing in the background there, folks. We are just cleaning diligently. Um, maybe before we jump over to books, I'll uh, toss it over to my co-host. Do you guys have any other thoughts that you wanted to add about food, like favorite, least favorite, or any just like thoughts about thing, other things that people mentioned? I do. Uh, I actually have one more food that uh, I eat like every day. It's green apples. I, I love green apples, man. I eat them like every day. I could eat, I could just eat them all day. Like I won't stop. Awesome. Glad to hear a healthier entry into the favorite food there from our class. So, uh, green apple. Um, yeah, delicious. And especially green apple candy, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I love the flavor, the artificial green apple flavor, but green apples themselves also delicious. All right. So we're going to move on to talking about our favorite and least favorite books. And with um, myself, Lachlan, and Brennan, we are joined by Abby Derry on her birthday of all days, as well as David Kwong to talk about books. And I think in a sec after they're done, we will also be joined by Adib. I lick doorknobs for a living, Ashraf. So <laughs> first of all, I am going to toss the, the mic over to David, if you don't mind kicking it off with your favorite and least favorite books. Yeah, thank you, Mr. K. So in my opinion, my favorite book is the first book of the Maze Runner series. Uh, if you like dystopian themed novels, I highly recommend it. Just like the overall characters, they're very unique, the suspense buildup, I just, it's overall a really good book in my opinion. My second favorite book goes to Black Like Me. Uh, I read it in a novel study in my ELA 9 class. It's a really good book. It's about uh, racial uh, discrimination in the 1960s in the South. Overall, it's a really good book. And for my least favorite books, um, I can't say that I have one because frankly, I haven't read enough books to really have a least favorite. So yeah. As your ELA 9 teacher, I really appreciate those answers, David, especially the, the black like me, uh, just uh, kind of plug there. So, um, but also just the fact that you haven't found a book that you don't like, that's nice to hear. Um, that bodes well for you reading in the future. Um, so we'll, we'll toss it over now to Abby for her takes on her favorite and least favorite. Um, I'm not really into having a favorite and least favorite book. I tend to read as many books as I can and because I prefer reading, especially when I'm out camping and it's like by a fire or when my brother's roasting s'mores, I just, I love to pull out a book and just read just in the warmth of the fire. So least favorite, favorite and favorite book I don't really have. It's more of a situational thing. So you're just like, I like reading. I like reading in these situations. Awesome. Yeah. And you are an avid reader. I know that from having you in my, my ELA 9 class as well, Abby. Um, so I'm always, I'm always happy to hear about people who just love reading like that. Now, Adib, as our third guest, we need to get you on mic to give us your favorite and least favorite books. I'm excited to hear what you have to say on the subject. Uh, I'm not much of a book reader, but I do like picture books. Like those, the, the big ones that just have, that are just mainly composed of pictures. Um, I, like, I like looking at the pictures and sometimes they just have a few words in the bottom of them. I like a lot of the illustrations that come up. It's like scrolling through a Facebook page, except in a book. I don't know why, uh, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, no, actually, I do know why. It's, 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 it, it tracks pretty well with all of the contributions you've made so far to this class. So thank you. Thank you for the comedic relief there. Um, but 
honestly, like there's something to be said for a good a good picture book. Yeah. Um, Lachlan, you want to get in on this? If you like picture books so much, why don't you try a comic book or a graphic novel? Something like that? Because they have words and I, and I, I hate comics. Too many words, too many words, says Adib about comics and graphic <laughs> novels. So, uh, all right, fair enough. Uh, you didn't give us your least favorite, though. Oh, my least favorite. Um, basically, all trending books. I hate all these kind of, like, um, you know, the ones about all these, like, cold cases and murder like that. I just hate them. They, they, they make it all sound so boring. And um, a lot of these trending love stories and stuff, those are also pretty trash. And um, biographies, biographies are, I don't know why people would buy biographies. And uh, what else can I think of? All, all trending books are bad. There's no trending books that, that, that is good. Adib, jeez. Like, <laughs> please, Adib, don't hurt him. Just hold back some of that contempt. Um, maybe we'll uh, switch it over to our co-host to see if they have some nicer things to say about some novels. Uh, Brennan, do you want to go? So I've... Uh I'm not like a big book reader. Uh, there's a lot of books that I like. I can't really say like full on just hate a book. I despise it. I recently just read It. It's like 1,150 pages, and I actually enjoyed it. And uh, since I enjoyed that, I'm going to be reading Stephen King's other book, The Outsider, and hopefully that book will be good. Uh, but probably my least favorite books. It's probably going to have to be The Wave. I did that for a literature circle uh, earlier this year, and I just found it really boring, probably because it's based on a true story. <laughs> but um, the other one I also really didn't like was The Maestro. I, I, it was just so boring, and it was for another literature circle. I just didn't like it. Fair enough, Brandon. I've actually read The Maestro myself, and I don't remember it very well at all, which I think is uh, not... I, I don't want to dunk on it like so hard now after you've already said it's one of your least favorites i'm not going to put it in my least favorite category but just not not really memorable for me either um lachlan how about you huh uh probably my favorite books i go in series is it's gonna it's gonna be uh the hobbit and lord of the rings because tolkien fan over here um hmm least favorites though i'm gonna say picture books because just straight, why are you telling a story through a picture? Why don't you just, like, watch the, the picture book? <laughs> Can you even have, like, a, an auditorial version of a picture book? Is it just going to be, like, one sentence every five pages? No. Or? You don't understand. A picture book is usually a, a large chapter looking like a book. It's composed of thousands of different, of different pictures. A random, a random picture on each page. They're not picture books. Aren't so easy to find. They don't really tell us. They don't really tell much of a story. But each picture tells a story. But I don't really read any story. I just look at the pictures because I like them and I think they're interesting. Most of them are. They're, ah, uh, uh, they're, 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 they're more modern. Not, 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 not to say old, oldish illustrations. They're most, they're more modern looking. Yeah, like, and then it's not like art. It's more like telling a story through a picture, but I just like looking at the pictures. Yeah, and, and I I guess I can understand your perspective more now that I'm hearing a little more about it, Adib. Um, I personally, is weird because I'm an, an English teacher, an ELA teacher. Um, I tend to prefer um, visual medium 
uh, or visual visual media, I should say, like movies, TV shows. Um, I don't know, for whatever reason, I learn better that way or I just enjoy the content better that way. And um, maybe that's a good transition to our next topic, uh, the fact that we are talking next about adaptations of books. I'm not going to quite go there yet, but we have kind of dabbled in that with some of Lachlan's favorite books being Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, Brennan's with uh, It. These are books that have been turned into movie adaptations. And for myself, my favorite book that I have listed is Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire, also turned into uh, a movie adaptation, obviously. Um, but before we get to that, I do have to drop my least favorite book onto the podcast. That's Fahrenheit 451. Um, it's a, a novel about burning books. Um, I thought I would really find it interesting, like just the idea of like this like anarchist rebellion about burning books, kind of. Um, the more I read it, the more... I just remember disliking it. And honestly, I don't even remember why. I just remember very actively disliking this book. So I'll leave it at that. And maybe we'll call up our next guests for our movie adaptations of books. So actually, Abby, you can stay seated because you're on this one. And I guess you're our, you're our main guest. You're our feature guest on this one. So if you are ready to go abby would you like to tell us your favorite and least favorite movie movie adaptations of books um my favorite has to be harry potter they did the series really well and to the books with all the details and my least favorite has to be twilight i love the books i'll read the books anytime but the movies they didn't get every detail and they didn't get every quote but it was just like very boring once you watch the movies compared to the books fair enough i mean i i haven't seen the twilight movies but based on what i've heard and uh your your very believable perspective there i think it's fair to say the twilight movies were probably pretty bad adaptations um are either of your are either of you guys team edward or team jacob on the the twilight stuff have you guys read or seen the movies or anything? No? Okay, so, Abby, I'll let you get in on that. <laughs> I'm definitely Team Edward. Sorry, werewolves, but I like vampires. Fair enough. So we got one fervent Team Edward uh, person here. So uh, maybe we'll move it along to Lachlan, if you don't mind starting us off with uh, your perspectives on favorite and least favorite book adaptations as movies. All right, so my favorite ad movie adaptation of a book would uh, have to be Lord of the Rings. They really captured the air of uh, hopelessness and the fact that it's a suicide mission. They didn't quite... No, never mind. Sorry, that's The Hobbit. Sorry. <laughs> um, they, they did really well on it. Uh, you didn't really get too attached to the characters except for like Aragorn... Uh, Frodo, Sam, Marion Pippin, and a little bit of Gandalf, but not really because he dies for like... Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, sorry, spoilers, <laughs> but he dies in pretty sure the first book, second book, but then he comes back, so... Eh. Uh, and my least favorite, uh, contrary to most beliefs, it's Harry Potter and the Hobbit. Harry Potter, they've, they skipped entire chapters in the movies just cut them out and said no we're not doing that 
where those chapters are actually pretty big things in the books. Like, once again, spoilers. Um, uh, what's his name? Little Dragon that Hagrid had. Uh, he was supposed to be released uh, at a like the Owl Tower, or Aviary, that's the word. At the Aviary at midnight sometime, and then Draco sees uh, Harry and Ron, and he runs and tells Miss McGonagall, I'm pretty sure. But in the movie, he just gets sold off. That Why did he get sold off? Why would you just skip an entire like five-page chapter saying, hey, this guy was released into the wilds where he got to run around and be free, but instead, no, he's just... He's just gone. And Hobbit. Yeah, so it doesn't really feel like in the movies, but uh, Bilbo was gone for four to five years in the book. And they captured the air of him leaving for four to five years because I'm pretty sure they spent a lot of time in the, in the, what's its name, the Elven Prison right on Lake Town. But they spent like a month there, something like that. Really feels like two, three days in the books. It takes them a year to get over to the side of the world where the Lonely Mountain is. Just crossing the mountains from the Shire over to the Kingdoms of Man, something like that. It, it's a lot longer than it feels in the movies. And they did three movies. Why would you do three movies for a one book Ooh, and even better, Battle of the Five Armies. Once again, spoilers for book and movie. In the movie, it says the animals are the fifth army. This is a lie. This is a lie and a half. The wargs, because they were intelligent wolves, giant intelligent wolves, they were, they were the fifth army because they were fighting with the goblins and the orcs. But no, no, they're, they're definitely just animals, not super intelligent wolves. And giant beings who actually know how to do stuff. So, yeah. All right, so some interesting opinions about Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit there that I will get on to in just one second, but I think Adib might want to weigh in on this uh, if we can let him just jump in. There's this one book. It's not really a movie adaptation of a book, but it's more of a, another book adaptation of a popular book. Now, I just wanted to, before I wanted to say something, I just wanted to say that if you watch a movie before a book, you think the book is terrible. If you watch, if you read the book before a movie, the, you think the movie is terrible. Um, <laughs> so, Brennan, would you like to weigh in with your uh, favorite and least favorite book uh, adaptations as movies? So, uh, since I was talking about it earlier, uh, I will give my opinions on the three it movie adaptations. Now, the first one, made by Stephen King, it was originally a miniseries, then uh, once it ended, they yeah, turned it into a movie that's added all the, you know, well, I guess segments, I don't, I don't know, but they made it into like a three-hour-long movie, and it didn't include a lot of the stuff in the book. Now that I read the book, I know a bunch of stuff was excluded, uh, but the newer ones, uh, those are pretty good. They add a lot more detail from the book. There is some things that they definitely had to leave out, and I'm not going to mention them, because that's just, uh, yeah, anyways. Um, uh, there also is another Stephen King movie adaptation, uh, uh, The Shining. It is, like, one of my favorite movies, and uh, I just think it's really good, but uh, it wasn't directed by Stephen King. Stephen King uh, hated the adaptation made by Stanley Kubrick, so he directed his own, and it was just bad, because Stephen King is a really bad movie director. And... 
this isn't really an adaptation of a book kind like so the Joker movie it's like my favorite movie and I guess you could say it's an adaptation because the Joker's in all these comics and stuff but it's like my favorite movie and I think they just uh, made a story for him really well so basically don't quit your day job Stephen King is what Brandon is telling you you're a great writer but stay in your lane um, so I am going to talk about my favorite and least favorite book to movie adaptations now and I do have to say I agree with a lot of what Lachlan said earlier uh, regarding Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Uh, my choice for my favorite adaptation is Lord of the Rings. So these movies, I don't know if it was just that they came out at a time when I, this is just what I wanted to see or what it was, but I was just like absolutely um, enraptured with these movies. I loved them. I even decided to move to New Zealand after I graduated from my undergrad just so I could see the landscape that was in the Lord of the Rings movies because I was so taken by these movies. I thought that it was just incredibly well captured in film. And in my opinion, the films are actually better than the books, having read the books, um, which is a bit of a, con maybe a, a bit of a, a weird perspective to have. Usually people say the books are better, but for, for what it's worth, I read the books before I saw the movies Adib. And I thought the movies were better. I thought they were more condensed. The books were a little um, overlong, overwrought with some of the mythology. Not to say they're bad, but the movies just did a really good job. Um, the Hobbit, on the other hand, I agree with Lachlan completely, did not need to be three entire movies, especially considering that the Hobbit book itself was shorter than any of the individual Lord of the Rings books. And those were each perfectly fine as a standalone movie. Um, but The Hobbit is not my least favorite. My least favorite adaptation is The Giver. So I know many of you have probably at some point in your life had to sit down and read The Giver in like grade six or seven or something like that. And it's not a bad book. I do, I do enjoy the book, but the adaptation is just garbage. Um, yeah, there, it just felt wrong. I don't know like what it was really that just like stood out as being off, but um, I had to watch it several times over and over again when I was teaching English in China when I was uh, working there and I remember just like by the fourth time through having to watch that movie I was just so sick of it. Maybe that's make, making my opinion a bit biased but do you guys have any perspectives uh, on The Giver? Adib? Who's the author of The Giver again? Uh, Lois Lowry. Yeah, um, in grade six we read another book by her, Numbered the Stars. I think that was a good book. I'd, I'd like to see a movie adaptation of that. Yeah, no, that's a, a good a good uh, uh, idea for sure, Adib. Um, Lachlan or Brennan, did you have anything you wanted to say? In about grade five, I remember we had a bunch of novel studies and we ended up uh, watching two movies that were adaptations of the book. And I remember we watched well, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe movie adaptation. And I think it was, it was pretty good. It, it, like, it, it didn't really exclude anything. And I, f and I feel like it, it was, it's just good if you don't feel like reading the book and you just want to watch the movie. I feel that they should have made more, though, like just starting off with making a movie, the second one, not the first one. Like, I just, I just think that's lower. But, yeah, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe adaptation is pretty good. Okay, and Lachlan, you have anything you want to add just before we get out of here? So, The Giver. It sucked. The movie was horrible. Uh, the book is dystopian in every way. It's uh, low, ruined areas that had gone through a very uh, big change over a long period of time. So it's actually forested, 
and there's green hills that uh, were described in the book, and yet in the movie it's just a desert, and all the technology that the humans had, oh god, I'm, I'm saying humans like it's a weird thing, that the people had, it was very high tech compared to what they had in the in the book, like they had these little, you press a button and it injects a serum into your hand to make you forget everything, that wasn't in the books, it was, that was not in the books. <laughs> uh, they had automated sliding glass doors. I guarantee every single door inside of the book in The Giver was not automated. It had a door handle and a door lock and hinges, you know, and it swung like a door, you know. <laughs> but um, oh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, the Giver, the book, very cool, very uh, interesting ideas. I do recommend it if anyone has the book and has time to read it. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you very much for having my back on that one, Lachlan. I uh, could not remember any of it, but your memory is clearly far superior to mine at this point in my life. Um, thank you very much, listeners, if you've made it through this far. We're uh, definitely setting a record for our longest episode so far, but um, I appreciate you sticking with us. And uh, yeah, please tune in for our next episode of Falcon Cast, which should hopefully be up not too long from, or in, 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 not, in the not too distant future is what I'm trying to say. All right, take care.